0: From our WFUV studios in the Bronx, New York, it's the Pick and Pod. Drop us a voicemail at 347-903-WFUV. Now, here are your hosts, Kenny Ducey and Matt Rosenfeld. All-Star Weekend coming up, Matt Rosenfeld. I can't wait. I cannot wait, Kenny. I'm sure you're going to be tweeting about it at MattyRose16. And I am at Kenny Ducey. and this is the Pick and Pod on February twelfth, 2014. At WFUV, sports is the handle, for this wonderful radio station, so please go follow that. And of course, Kevin Kelly across from you does not have a Twitter yet, so maybe like one day you'll make one.
1: Yeah, I gotta hop on there. Definitely late to the party, Kenny.
0: What would your handle be if you had a Twitter? Like do you, if you could imagine? That's a Kelly. good question. Yeah, well, there's, there's
1: just way too many people with the name Kevin Kelly, so I have right, to get somehow. I have to get, get pretty creative with it. Do you have like
0: a nickname or something?
1: A nickname? Uh, I go by some K Sauce sometimes for some reason. K Sauce, the Reverend, would not even acknowledge the Reverend K Sauce. Yeah, you wouldn't, oh you wouldn't acknowledge me. Ouch. K
2: K Sauce.
0: What is going? What K-Sauce?
2: It's an odd
1: one. I've gone through a bunch like, of like. Why am? I,
0: hold on, but why am I not K Sauce then?
1: It's a good question. I don't know. My no, family just started doing it at one point. Really odd. Should be called K Sauce. No, that's I, I
0: like. I just I'm like I'm
1: not like, saying because I like of it. sauce. K, oh, Spe- the special K. sauce, come on.
0: What, the sauce of the K
2: variety? I feel like that's like Ketchup's hood name is like K-sauce. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like on the streets, yeah, yeah. Ketchup goes by K-sauce. Yo, give me some of that K-sauce. I just some fries, exactly. man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. We're off to a great start. We have Seth Rosenthal. From posting and toasting uh, of SB Nation, and uh, we of course we do, we just love those SB Nation guys. So we'll talk to him in just a minute here. Uh, last night one Jokic Noah triple triple double which was awesome you you were talking to me about this before Kev that it, like he's just been unbelievable since the Dang trade
1: Yeah well he apparently is one of his best friends and he just has gone off he's just trying to mess up the front office's plans in Chicago
0: Well and it's like uh, they're going to amnesty Carlos Boozer <laughs> they must probably um the, Derek Rose kind of knows that it's going to be a rebuilding process he doesn't like that but the fact is it, it is going to be a rebuilding process do you ship Noah out in these next 8 days
2: well, I think if you can find someone that's willing to take him, the Thunder want a big man. They want a big man, but does that mean that they have the pieces to put together that are good enough for the Bulls to take and show Derrick Rose? Here we are. We're trying to make an effort. You know, he's a he's a tough person to please, and I don't know that they'll be able to get a dollar for a dollar with
0: Joachim Noah. And the thing with the thing I was looking at with the Thunder, because there are also some people who say maybe Russell Westbrook goes to the Knicks, and like you give back Shumpert. I think the Thunder are just like pretty happy with who they have right now. Everywhere else except for center with Kendrick Perkins because he doesn't make anyone happy. But Jeremy Lamb is very, a very good two guard in my opinion. I think he's going to be a, a very solid starter for them in like three years. He's going to be very solid. I don't think he's going to be like a star, but he he's a consistent shot maker in my opinion. He can make some things happen. So like, why would they want Shumpert? You know, point guard. Obviously, they're set with Westbrook. They're set with Durant. I just I don't see the need for like well, bringing in Shumpert and like if, Chandler or bringing in a you know Jimmy Butler and well, the if Noah. you're
2: Oklahoma City you're you're scared that Kevin Durant's going to leave after 2016 and you got a your window is right now and but yeah,
0: but yet yeah, everyone else in the league is kind of scared that they won't even get a shot at him like well, I feel like no one expects to like have that great of a shot about uh, you know get Kevin Durant except for the Knicks obviously if you're Sam Presti the though Knicks. you
2: can't. Think of it like that. You know your windows now. You see you have the MVP of the league. You can't hinge on the fact that he seems like a great dude and it looks like he's going to stay. I would put my money on that. But you can't pass that up waiting for Jeremy Lamb to develop. Well, I think you could win with Perk, though. You
1: can. I think that's debatable. When Perkins goes out and Collison comes in, it's a different team. I actually like Collison going in the game. Collison's a couple of weeks nice. ago, I was going to mention that points per possession, he was the highest-rated player who played over, like, 25 yeah. games. No, and that's still true. Insane. Yes, it probably is still true. And then,
0: of course, I didn't even mention Ibaka, who's really good. Well, Ibaka's yep. just taking it to a home. But who battle.
1: wouldn't want Noah starting on their team? Obviously, the Thunder probably wouldn't go after him, but there are teams who would like to you know, right. throw Noah in there. Well, who it could, wouldn't like want Like what the, the Warriors starting? did with Bogut. Same yeah. kind of deal. Absolutely. Want a big man?
0: Want that next step, big man? Well, look where
2: they are now. Yeah. I mean, it, it works on, in theory, but again, you need a p- new piece coming in, a big piece at that. Not not height-wise, but a very important piece. Not always easy to integrate into a system. That's true. That's
0: true. And, and I mean, and even last year, though, like I, I feel like that was the Warriors' best shot when they had... Um, Bogut, and then Jarrett Jack was, like, playing really well in the playoffs to back up Steph a, Curry. Now they just have a decrepit Yeah, now, bench. now Jarrett yeah. Jack is just garbage in Cleveland, and it's, it's just a whole mess. Yeah, Jordan
1: Crawford hasn't worked yeah. out yet. <laughs> yeah. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah,
0: but the Knicks, by the way, to to get into the Knicks now and then get to, to Seth, um, you know, the, the trade line's coming up. I don't see them doing much. And remember last year there was and it's so funny the difference like a year makes last year it was oh you know are they going to are they going to upgrade at shooting guard you know me oh don't give away shumper don't trade away shumper oh, it's I, say, all the, the fans don't trade shumper oh, Jared, oh we don't want Jared Dudley we don't want JJ Redick just keep shumper. by the way I was the one advocating for JJ Redick and I I don't look very smart now, but it looked kind of smart. I was
2: oh I was on the other train. I was on the no, we need Chump you gotta keep shopping.
0: Well, here's the thing, I recognized that they probably wanted Chumper at the time and I wasn't anticipating a year like he was having this year, but to look at that team's three point shooting, like three point shooting was the foundation of that team. And they lost Jason Kidd as a three point shooter And they weren't playing Copeland enough. And I saw J.J. Redick. J.J. Redick, to me, fit into that team perfectly with the way he shot the three. And he was a decent team defender.
1: Absolutely. They even brought in Novak to shoot threes off the bench. And now he's nothing. He's not doing anything up in Toronto. And they just, like, they needed the threes. They won over 50 games last year with the three. And now this year they can't do it.
2: But can you really look at that and say that
0: the three-point shooter like J.J. Redick would have put them any
2: further than they did?
0: I don't know. Well, again, and they they lost because of size issues down low to to um to Indiana. Indiana. I almost said for some reason I said Philly. I think I've just been thinking about their just garbageness over the past like week, um, which is we'll have to touch on that at the end of the show. But yes, I, I do think that that would have helped. I don't know if that would have put them over the top like you're saying, but uh, to see the success they had early on with kid hitting the threes and with Sheed hitting threes, uh, and it just that whole team was built around three point shooting pretty much. I thought it would have helped, at least him or Jared Dudley. Was a I mean, similar type.
2: I, I'll give you that. It it couldn't have been worse than what the Knicks showed in those last those later games in the series against Indiana. I mean, it's in hindsight, it's twenty twenty. It probably would have been better than what they put on the floor.
0: Yeah. So for more on the Knicks and some All Star game stuff, we bring in Seth Rosenthal at Seth underscore Rosenthal on Twitter. And, and Seth, how you doing this morning?
3: Doing great. How are you guys?
0: We're pretty good back here in the Bronx, and uh, got to ask you first off, there are just so many trade rumors flying around the interwebs, uh, and there was like that bogus one, the Bulls one, that they wanted to give up all of these things for Carmelo, and obviously the Knicks need a point guard. Now they might go back to Lowry. They want Farid. There, are all of these places they're thinking of going. But do they actually have like the, the guts to really pull one of these off?
3: Whether or not they have the guts, it just doesn't seem like um anything we've been reading about on on the internet are you know, is is really that plausible. It's been a lot of rehashing of old stuff that died, like the Farid rumor and like a Larry rumor. And then yeah, like you said, that bold mellow rumor which was just nonsense from the very beginning. I haven't seen anything really really intriguing or fresh or at all convincing that it might actually be something that happened. I think uh yeah, you know, there's still plenty of time till the trade deadline, but so far it kinda of seems like nothing.
2: So if you were to put your money on it, you would probably bet that the Knicks are gonna stand pat and hopefully get out of the seven or eight seed and maybe if they're lucky not play Indiana or Miami?
3: You know, I I, I wouldn't put money on them standing pat. I bet they'll do something. I just don't think they're gonna do any of the things that we've seen, you know, earlier this week. Um the the freed thing just never really seemed possible. And I, I, I don't know, but I can't see the Lowry trade coming back unless it's just the Knicks giving up more than they originally shot down, which would be pretty terrible. But um, I bet they'll do something, even if it's something small, um, and, and potentially something huge if they can find, you know, a, not a mellow deal probably, but like a Tyson Chandler deal.
0: Well, you're looking at what the Knicks have at point guard right now, and obviously it's like a backup at best in Raymond Felton, and you look at Rondo is going to be available. You don't want to – it doesn't seem like they want to make the mellow mistake again and give up all of these assets for Rondo, but, I mean, do you think that – they're kind of going to panic in a way and think maybe at least make an inquiry about Rondo because at this point, point guards a kind of lost position. It looks like that's kind of what Melo needs at this point. I mean, where do you think they go from here? Do you think it's just wait for Rondo or do they try to make some kind of, I mean, obviously we just talked about general trades, but if they did make a trade, do you think it would be for a point guard?
3: Well, uh a few things there um one yes I'm, i I will always assume that the Knicks will tend toward panic instead of patience, that we know that's that. their track record that's, yeah that's I, mean, that's, I would love to see them be patient and just accept you know that they've messed up and just lose for a little while um but they they don't really do that no. Rondo sort of makes sense as a guy who who has a big name and. Now, I even if the Knicks wanted to give up a ton of assets for him, they don't have that much. It might be more about taking on, you know, cumbersome, unpleasant assets like Gerald Law's contract um, oh. instead of giving giving up a ton of draft picks or something in return because they just can't do that at this point. Um, so yeah, I, you know, we've we've seen them make similar trades in similar situations before, um, and Rondo sort of does stand out as the one guy who might be available at some point, whether it's before the trade downline or in some sign-and-trade stuff later. Um, And, yeah, I mean, it's kind of yucky, and I can't imagine the Knicks really pulling that off in a way that that feels like they they won the trade or like they got fair value. Um, But, you know, just sort of chasing down a big name to keep the other big names in place is definitely uh, their M.O.
2: Uh, so do you do you really think it's worth it to make a trade if Woodson is heading out the door? I mean, it's gonna take a big rebuilding process, as we all know. Now, if you're gonna get a new coach, what's the point in bringing in new pieces to just mix it all up? That doesn't seem like something the Knicks would really do.
3: No, I, I agree. Typically, you try to you know synchronize these things. You plan ahead, and you you do one thing. You know, you have you have a goal or a or a, a fluid set of goals and maybe maybe i'm not giving Linux enough credit maybe there is a really concrete and detailed long game here but just based on the rumors it kind of just seems like they're swinging and swinging and swinging and changing up their 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 plan with every you know opportunity just there there's no coherence in the trade rumors we've seen sometimes you hear something that makes it sound like they're sort of cashing out and, and going back to rebuilding. Sometimes you hear like that they're just chasing players to be good immediately. And you really can't do both at once. It's not not from the position, not from the you know amount of leverage the Knicks have. Um, and so it's just it's, it, with each question you've asked me, like, I just don't really know because I have no sense of what the next plan is. It,
0: it is really uh, tough I, to read.
3: Yeah, and I hope that's on me, you know, that I'm just missing something or they're they're being secretive, but that's almost never the case. So <laughs> I'm I'm not all that hopeful about what they're going to do from here just because I know too much at this point. Yeah,
0: <laughs> well, hey, look, and anything that's going to happen happens a little over a week from now at the trade deadline. I want to talk about the current lost four of five Knicks because they're going to play Sacramento tonight at 730, but most importantly, J.R. Smith is going to play Sacramento tonight at 730 in a mask. Um, predictions oh, yeah. for predictions for what color this mask will be? Like, because I remember when Kyrie had to like rush his mask; it was black, and that was like, awesome. Beam. I mean, like, yeah. does JR just take thirty-five shots and say screw it, and just like completely say you know screw you to his teammates? Like, what is going to happen with masked JR Smith? Because we have just never seen this JR Smith in our lives.
3: Yeah, I, well, regarding the mask itself, I'm afraid because it's been a couple of days; it'll just be a normal you know, form-fitting That's clear better. mask, That's disappointing. which is disappointing. You'd love to see something a little weird on J.R. Smith. because <laughs> He's it's weird. funnier. But I I think I wrote this, but I could see this going one of two ways. The first way is he, he misses his first couple shots um, and just rips the thing off. A lot of guys <laughs> do that. You know, he, you're probably not going to get your broken cheekbone jostled any further. And... The doctors really aren't going to stop you if you want to rip your mask off. So if he if he struggles, you know, in his first few minutes on the floor, he could just take the thing off. That's one. Two is Mass Jr. is like a superstar, and he he's lights out from the field wearing the mask and like pulls a Rip Hamilton and never takes it off even when he's fully healed. Um, <laughs> I'm obviously rooting for that second scenario because that'd be awesome. Just this like evil, uh, evil mask. JR, who's who's the best player on the planet, be- there's a possibility that it serves as, like, blinders, you know, because <laughs> it cuts out your peripheral vision, which JR doesn't need that.
0: I actually asked this on Twitter yesterday before we get off of Jr. into the All-Star game. And, I mean, I kind of knew what response I was going to get, and I just got like a hard no from Jared Dubin. But, I mean, he yeah. has been very quiet off the court lately, and he's played well. Um, Obviously not like, you know, three months in a row well, but, you know, a couple weeks, a little over two weeks, he's been shooting the ball very well. Uh, I mean, is there like any chance in the world that some team just takes him as a, a throw-in and a trade uh, just takes him back because obviously we know the types of things that GMs were saying about J.R. when the whole, you know, Greg Monroe and Sean Marion Shoelace incident happened. But, I mean, he has been, like, fairly quiet. It seems like he's been controlled to some extent. I mean, is there, like, any shot that someone would take him?
3: You never know. There are, enough teams, there are 29 teams and, and someone could feel – it takes a certain amount of cockiness to feel like you can just add J.R. Smith to your team and <laughs> not – And just deal with that. Um, And, I mean, the Knicks have kind of, you know, he's had some incidents and some really bad stretches in part two to entry, but the Knicks have have done fairly well with him. You know, Mike Woodson and he sort of enable one another, but they have at times really gotten the best stretches of his career. Um, And, yeah, I I just think it would take a special brand of of arrogance for another team to look at Bayard's relationship with Mike Woodson and, and just Relationship with his teammates and say, yeah, we can replicate that and keep him, you know, in his in his best self. But uh, it, I'm definitely closer to a hard no than to a maybe yes. Probably not.
2: Uh, well, I'm I'm with you, Seth. I I'm on a hard no for Kenny's question. But thanks. Let's move Let's move into the All Star Weekend <laughs> coming up. I want to know what do you think about the new dunk contest? Because I'm on board. I think Kenny's on it's board. Like, it's like
0: eight with the battle rounds, like eight mile, you know, kind of a little bit freestyle <laughs> battle. What, what do you think about it, Seth?
3: Well, so I'm going from the perspective of I, I have a piece coming out later this week about um, like somewhat famous players who really screwed up in the dunk contest early in their careers. But everybody forgot about it, because, <laughs> you know, ended up being pretty good. So like Allen Houston, Ray Allen, Daryl Armstrong, these guys who were sort of roped into the dunk contest, either as injury replacements or whatever, earlier there in their careers and messed up. And so, what I've seen a lot, having gone back and watched those videos, is that any format in which guys have to just keep dunking, you know, for 90 seconds or whatever it is, which seems like kind of what the freestyle round is, um, unless they're really well practiced and in great shape and cautious about that, they end up losing steam really fast.
2: Oh God! You just
3: can't, you just can't dunk and dunk and dunk repeatedly. And I guess if they do it, I don't fully understand that the part. Of it. I don't really totally get how it's gonna look. But I guess if they're rotating a little bit, then there's there's time in between dunks for, for guys to catch their breath. I just worry about fatigue. It's really hard to just dunk and dunk repeatedly. We see this in the three-point contest, too. Yeah,
0: I have to ask you a question, Seth, because we've been yes. discussing this. Ben McLemore says he... He might do a 720 in the all st- in the dunk contest which would be just like absurd no chance. Uh Matt says he's going to pod naked if this happens. I will cuz it's I'm, not going to happen. I <laughs> I'm going to buy the Mike Woodson t-shirt and wear it for a week straight uh just no matter how cool I'm just going to wear the Mike Woodson t-shirt no jacket whatsoever for a week straight. What will Seth Rosenthal of Espionation's posting and toasting do if Ben McLemore <laughs> pulls off a 720 dunk because he will never do this?
3: Uh um, I would, like, I would, like, shave my head or something. All right. You're can on we, the record. Can we hold you to that? Yeah, you can hold me to that. Okay. The thing about the 720 is, like, it has been done before, but it's been done by, like, an and one right. guy. Right. <laughs> who only ever dunked.
0: And, it, but it wasn't even, like, a 720, though. Like, he, he it's barely like made it. It was, like, it was a yeah, six, It was, like,
2: 680. No, I think...
3: I think you can count, like, a 540 as a 720. I think you give a little – like, if you can make it around and then make it around further and somehow finish a dunk, you get get the full 720. If you're even remotely forward by the time you finish the dunk. You're right. I I agree. But I don't think he he can pull even that off. It's too hard.
0: All right, before we let you go – one, no, I'll give you three words to describe the Knicks right now. Going into, uh, well, after the All-Star break, it's still going to be incredibly tough for them on their schedule. So just the February Knicks in three words, what would you come up with?
3: The February Knicks in three words. All right. One is boring. They haven't even been, <laughs> so like, true. they haven't even lost lost in, like, fun and exciting ways. Yeah. Um, number two, I would say, and then I guess this doesn't fall in line with boring, but uh, unpredictable. They've had a few nights where, like that Nuggets game, and maybe this has more to do with, with opponent than it does the Knicks themselves. But there have been a few few games where they just look great, and they were a lot of fun. Um, but mostly boring. Mostly number one, and the third, um, uh, I don't know, like gloomy or dreary or something. It's just been.
2: I think you know. It's been it
3: gross. It is, yeah, it has. It's
0: I mean, just a gray cloud over I mean, the Knicks. I mean, Mike Woodson, he took off the tie. I think soon he's going to take off the goatee, and then he's just going to lose his job, and it's, <laughs> it's going to be sad. Um, anyway, great stuff from Seth Rosenthal at Seth underscore Rosenthal. Definitely go follow him on Twitter if you don't already. If you don't, you're doing it wrong. Uh, and he writes for SB Nation's posting and toasting blog. Uh, Seth, thank you so much for taking some time Appreciate out of your it. day. Enjoy this last uh, dreary Knicks game tonight at 730 before a nice little six-game break.
3: All right, thanks for having
0: me, guys. Lovely to hear from Seth, and uh, that video, by the way, that he posted last night of the pig eating... A camera. A a camera. A camera camera fell (laughs) from an airplane, so... Survived.
2: So you saw the camera just rolling around all the way down to the ground. It's trippy, too. It hits the ground facing directly up, and it lands in a pig pen, (laughs) (laughs) and the pig subsequently comes over and starts trying to eat it, and it was... (laughs) Amazing!
1: And opens his mouth. You, you need to see this yeah. video. How did you not show me that before? We were watching videos before That's in true. the we office. Watching, you like, didn't even random, show like, me
0: like vines. I don't know why we didn't. I don't know
2: why you. It was it. a great video. And you know what's going to be a great video when Ben McAdams fails the 720.
0: Yes, and when uh, and Seth was the one who posted the picture last year, or it was Chris Herring, uh, good friend of of us from the Wall Street Journal, who posted that, and then Seth blogged it, and it was just it, it's just, it, Mike Woodson was wearing this picture. Uh, this this T-shirt which had like a drawing of his like face, a caricature
2: of with Mike his Woodson.
0: right with his. It wasn't even a, it was literally just an outline of his face with a goatee. Oh,
2: I understand. And then, I was and thinking it, and of then a underneath, different one.
0: And then underneath it said "Coach," and that's the T-shirt. If Ben Lem pulls off a seven twenty, I will buy that T-shirt. I will spend the small amount of money that I currently have to my name and buy that T-shirt and then wear it for a week straight, like playing basketball, going to class, what's more, doing the pod.
2: What's more important is you're gonna, you're Mike Woodson. I'm on a pod naked. What is Kevin going to do? If yeah. yeah, you guys got
1: to come up with something for this because I have no idea. Well, how, about, the, how about Lick you, the you cut your hair? No, nah, you that's too dangerous. No. He's got so much hair. I can't cut the hair. I'm the donating it, so I got to wait till it grows out some more.
0: How about... You well, you're a what a, a jazz fan. Yeah, So you're already
2: you're in too much pain. Yeah, it's right. just
1: this season. I just had my Broncos lose the Super Bowl. You're trying to inflict more pain. I know. On there's me like now. nothing.
0: Like we, I feel so bad for you. I don't think there's any bet we can really put on you. Yeah. Um but, but I do want to get into the dunk contest. But real quick, before we leave the Knicks trade deadline stuff, I my opinion, they're not going to make a deal. Or I, I think they're going to try to trade Felton and Chandler together. I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to end up getting Rondo next off season and this season's just going to be a failure. I'm I'm, I'm more on Seth's side. I think I see them making a move. I don't think they can look themselves in the
2: eye and say we didn't try anything with the way things are going, but it'll be I a think small they'd move. fire Woodson over make a move though. I I hope they do that, but I don't think they will. I think they they would rather him finish the season and fire him in the off season than just throw things into the fire and say it's done.
0: Well, James Dolan was so reluctant to include that first round pick for the first time for Lowry. Obviously he's not going to go back to them and say, Hey, we want Lowry, but like, you know, can you like not, can we not give that pick up? Like, they're, you're going to want the pick. I don't think Dolan's had a change of heart right now, unless for some reason he just is just completely giving up just on the future. Like, Always, yeah. uh, I mean, he has done it in the past, but like, I mean, that's a future, future. That's Another stupid
1: Raptors trade. That's what we're looking at. Yeah, I mean, do you think that happens? I don't, I don't that know. Happens. I can't see. I mean, I'm hearing that they're interested again, but I just I can't believe that they would do that. When
0: the Fareed stuff too, the the the, the, the Nuggets don't want Shumpert. <laughs> the <laughs> the free trade. Is yeah, they don't remember. want Shumpert. Yeah. the Knicks don't need Farid, and most importantly, they don't the 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 Nuggets want a first round pick, and the Knicks don't want to give that up. The Knicks haven't. That twenty eighteen pick, even though they've given up what, five of the next six years or four. Already of the next to five the nuggets, years, too. Yeah. Right. They don't they don't want to give up that twenty eighteen pick, which I guess is like, okay, kind of a consolation prize for the fans, but at the same time, this team is just going downhill. You have to keep that pick, I'm sorry. Ra- Raymond yeah. Felton's yeah, awful. Without a doubt. He's awful. Raymond Felton's awful.
2: Well, that's that's really the demise of the Knicks, Felton Chandler. They all just aren't they're not as good as they once were.
1: Yeah, you see um, what they did with a late first round pick this past year, though they get Hardaway, and he's actually a solid player for the right. team. Right, one of you need to lucky. have was, your first round picks,
0: and that, now to me that's awesome. If you're uh, the next, because and they, look, this team for all the like crap that we give them, they have unbelievable scouting. I don't think anyone really takes a step back and looks at that Copeland, <sighs> Novak, Tyler. Uh, um, uh, Lynn. Obviously, I'm missing so many players. Well,
2: like, wh- what about the scouting? Harrelson
0: the- out of the second round was pretty good. Wh- Hardaway in a draft class that literally is. There's maybe going to be five decent rotation players that come out of this. Hardaway is already a decent rotation player. He could be a good starter down the road. I'm for the I'm not about Knicks. to go praising Nick Scouting for how they. I mean, Schumper was a late first. Don't round Don't get pick. me wrong. Mm-hmm.
2: They found. They found. I don't want to say diamonds. I'll I'm say, say. I'm I-
0: saying. Look at Prigioni. Look, I mean, how, like, where do you come up with these guys? They have great scouting overseas, and then they find league.
2: guys that are good enough to give you minutes. That's like that's awesome. But look where they are. You yeah, you find these these cute. Paolo Prigioni
0: is maybe the maybe outside of Carmelo Anthony the best player on the Knicks. But what because does that say? What that say about player? the Knicks?
2: It's more about the Knicks and their scouting. Yes, listen, if they were a good team, these guys would be you couldn't measure how important those guys would be but they're not because they can't they couldn't use their good draft picks when they had them and now they're relying on guys like Hardaway and Prigioni to be second and third figure to Melo and it just doesn't work
1: i just find it funny that they had an opportunity to pick Farid now they want him they could have picked him when they picked Shumpert and now they're actually trying to trade the piece that they could have gotten
0: right and that that's like um that's like in two k i don't that's like in two k when you're trying to trade like the day of the draft right like you're you're drafting your franchise and you take a guy like seventh and then another guy like another team like the nuggets will pick like 17th and draft a guy and they're like hey you want to you want to trade these guys like you want you want to trade yeah. both their picks <laughs> or like hey or, or the yeah. classic like they'll offer you the 20th pick for like the like 13th pick yeah. like why would why would, why would i yeah, ever <laughs> want to? I think that's the way the nuggets view this like why do we want to do this we, yeah. we we're happy with the guy yeah. we got it worked you're out. not yeah. you're you know you're heard about it we're you know I think that's we'll, how th- we'll take a first round pick from you but that's about it
2: the nba kind of i feels that way it's like the the nuggets are the user playing and the Knicks are just some <laughs> CP U.A.I. trying to make ridiculous trades because they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> they're not humans.
0: Ah, uh, they're just, they're, they're signing like Derek Fisher, who's a free agent, because everyone in 2K is smart enough to realize that he doesn't, he doesn't work on a team. But, he's actually been decent of late, but then he shot those air balls against the Knicks, and we all had a good laugh about it. <laughs> um, speaking of air balls, there will not be a lot of air balls at All-Star Weekend, I don't think, because there are very not. good players playing, but air balls intentionally in the dunk contest with Lobs. See, I made that transition there. Ben McLemore, seven twenty. We talked about the bets. I don't think he pulls it off. No, I don't think he, he tries to do. He it.
2: doesn't pull it off. But what's more important is what Paul George is going to do and what John Wall might do because I have Paul George winning. We did this last week, but we've seen what Paul George does in games, and it's just it's insane. And I'm I cannot wait to see what he does on Saturday, All Star Saturday night. Like, I, it,
0: it's going to be really spectacular. Like he <laughs> he's just going to like pull something out and just like he's going to make us go. Oh, yeah. Let's just play that. Let's just play that again. Let's just play that again. This is the that was like when he did the uh, the three sixty. They the this guy is the went, Indiana The guy anxious. just went nuts. The guy like, oh, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> the color yeah, this completely B. cuts off the play by playing out Oh yeah. Every good
2: dunk I see, I'm going to either play that YouTube clip or do my best impression of it.
0: Oh yeah, that's. I mean, that's. I've said, oh yeah, that's my new go-to. That <laughs> you know, I used to be like. You would say that Kevin, you'd recite a Kevin Harlan line like up high and down hard, but now it's just oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, enough of that. Sorry, sorry, folks at home listening to this, or in the car, or wherever you may be, or on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes and rate us, please. Uh, So outside of that, the Hardaways and the Curries. We, I think we like briefly touched on this last show. I think the I think the Curries will beat the Hardaways. I'm Team Hardaway always we know that. It's curry. It's about the curries. Yeah, it's it's going to be the curries. Yeah. Damian Lillard is competing in three events. I say I say he wins the three-point contest. How well, I, well, how many I out of the
1: three then? You think he's only going to get three point?
0: Uh yes. I think he's only going to get three point. I don't think he's going to get the skills challenge. Um I, I do think he's going to and obviously I don't think he's going to win a dunk contest. I do I did say my uh sleeper for the dunk contest is John Wall. I think I, you know what I think I'm gonna go with Ben McElmoar honestly for you, three point mm. shooting. Uh, hmm, I'll give this one to Trey Burke. I'm gonna say Trey Burke wins it. You really? I,
2: I mean, you know, I'm a huge. Trey well, I know
0: Burke you're guy. gonna say Trey Burke, but he's really a three I point will, shooter, and I mean, I don't see like Giannis is awesome, but oh no, this is the skills challenge. My bad, that's not three. Trey point.
2: Burke will win the skills challenge. I think yeah, I'll go with Trey Burke for but the skills challenge. I'm looking at the three point list now, and I'm putting my money on Kevin Love because why not? I think Kevin loves is such an underrated three-point shooter and you know he's gearing up to win this thing because he's just he's that kind of guy. He likes to be in those extracurricular activities and he you know he has that Taco Bell commercial which is hilarious. He's going to win this and he's going to make a very good He's gonna make a good scene on Saturday.
0: Yeah, I, I think a lot of people are gonna pit, pick Steph Curry, but I just don't think he's gonna have. Well, I'm seeing
1: the Beals in it. He can get on a streak. Yeah, Beals, I was looking at him as well, really good. and even even Bellinelli, funny, the spicy meatballs. You know, he could come in. <laughs> Dude,
0: I love Marco Bellinelli. Me too. I saw. <laughs> I,
2: I was watching him when the Spurs were playing the Nets. I was there, and you know. He's Marco Bellinelli, but you're just terrified of him when he's open. He's right. Like, oh god. And like last
0: year in the playoffs, you're like, Bellinelli again. <laughs> there was I have a friend who goes here. We have a pizza place nearby called Bellini's. And one of my friends, like the other night, we were we were out and he was like, Oh, let's go to Bellinelli's Like, you mean Bellini's? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I love like but I love Marco Bellinelli, though, so I'm gonna, so now I'm gonna call that place because – because Marco Belna is the
1: best. I wish we had that clip when he hit that shot last year. Of the spicy meatballs the- oh, yeah, going yeah, yeah, nuts. Yeah. I wish we had it. <laughs> no, but I
2: should have I'm, found it before. Definitely putting my money on Kevin Love. All who, right. who about who about you
0: Kenny? I I told you I'm I'm saying uh oh no, I didn't say for the three point contest. I think Lillard No, oh, you I, did. I think you Lillard, Lillard wins Lillard. three point and I think um I told you, uh, Trey Burke's going to win the skills contest, and I'll put Ben Mclemore. All young guys. I'm, I'm loving yeah. the young guys. I'm
1: going year. for Beal for the three point, and then I'm going Trey Burke, obviously, because I'm a Jazz man. I can't. You. I, I, so we're all Be- going Trey Burke. Beal's like good.
0: It. I know that's really funny that we're all picking Trey Burke to win the skills well, contest. I'm doing it blindly. I didn't mean, even look at the contestants. On, but but <laughs> usually it's the guy who, um, who's done it before, who's really good at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I I there when aren't Steve Nash that many used of those guys to pick. Gion- Giannis is in there. He's really, like, really young. He's Greek. I mean, uh, Reggie Jackson's young. And then it's, like, Oladipo, Carter Williams, DeRozan. DeRozan's been in the dunk contest, but I don't know if he's been in the skills challenge. You know, the young guys dunk,
2: always dude. seem to have trouble with those bounce passes into the net, into the
0: little yeah. baskets. And That's I why always- Tony Parker was always the best, because oh, yeah. he always used to know. Like, he always used to be really good at it. It's going to be really fun to watch the All-Star game this weekend. What is – anyone have any bold predictions? Like, something – like some prop that some guy's gonna pull out, or
2: well, for the All Star game, I'm looking forward to to my man Joe Johnson because everyone's oh on goodness. everyone's on him for not supposing to be an All Star, oh and goodness. he shouldn't be by his resume. No, he should not. Be. I hope I hope he goes rogue and goes rips, rogue. he rips off
0: Ghost Rover like uh, semi pro. Yeah, I'm going rover. I
2: hope he goes rogue and he rips off a couple threes or just something where people have to recognize the fact that he is an awesome player. He may not have deserved to make it this year, but uh, he
0: is an all right. all-star player. All right. Nothing from you.
1: I'm trying to think of a bold prediction. I don't know. I'm just looking forward to seeing Noah go out there cuz he's one of my favorite players to watch and he'll actually give it all on defense, he which will. is something you don't one see the in the guys all-star guys who plays game. Hard. So I guess you could call that a bold prediction. There'll but, be some defense.
0: But like wouldn't you be mad if you were a player and there was a guy going really hard in the all-star <laughs> game cuz like like even like LeBron like when he's throwing it off the backboard and dunking that's not going hard for him that's just Yeah and then around. and then no <laughs>
2: And then Noah, well, not Noah, but Noah fouled somebody hard, and it's like, yeah, what like, game are we playing? What was it, Dwayne Wade got Dwayne
0: Wade, his oh nose my. hit? No, no, like Dwayne Kobe. Wade broke Kobe's
1: nose. Yeah, Kobe then, got
0: it hit by – from well, Wade, I think Wade's a really dirty player. He's one of the Down dirtiest on, oh, on yeah. the DL. Oh, he's unbelievably yeah, like, or dirty. like low-key. I guess low-key is, is the right word. He's low a low-key low. dirty player. He is. And he threw Mike Baby's shoe into the crowd that one time. How about <laughs> Rondo? He
1: snapped his elbow, essentially. Yeah,
0: dude, oh. We not even – like, no one even talks about I know, it's really frustrating. That's why I pick a pod's here, man. Um before we go the Sixers they are they set a <laughs> shot just, chart on fire. I I saw that, right? Yeah. Uh ESPN Nation retweeted my shot chart. So I guess I'm too good for you guys now. No, but um <laughs> so yeah, narrow. they they literally were awful. They are taking tanking to a whole nother level
1: and they're about to take it farther because who do you think they're going to trade? The word on the Evan street Turner's is they're gonna going to sh- trade Evan Turner. Yeah, su- supposedly the Bobcats. I've heard, but they could also ditch Hawes. Well, who are they going to trade
2: for? Like Eddie Curry? I mean, who? They're, well, they're they're already under the salary minimum. I was reading today, so <laughs> yeah. they're going to take on like what an expiring deal or something. <laughs> well, most likely they're going to try and just reach that. They don't have to. It's not a big deal if they don't. But they're going to try to reach that. But just looking, thinking about the Sixers without Evan Turner or possibly Spencer Hawes is just like, what is that shot chart going to look like after that? <laughs>
0: Well, they were not good in the restricted area those couple of games. I mean, the, the uh, shot chart I posted, they were like just under 50 percent from the restricted area or something. Or even like they're just not even good in their restricted area. They're they're just they're on the struggle bus right now. That's well, the easiest way to put it. Hopefully
2: for them, you know, they get a good pick, and then you get you get know, Noel, you get expiring deals, and a good draft pick, and you put it together. Remember
0: when they were three and zero and they beat the Heat to start the season? <laughs> Remember that? No, that Remember was an interesting start. Carter
1: Williams do. was killing it all over the place. Remember when? All
0: right. got to bring in Jimmy Fallon here. I think it's time to get out of here. It definitely uh, is. Yes. It, it was a great show today. Thanks again to Seth Rosenthal of Posting and Toasting. Always post, good stuff. From Posting up with us and Toasting the Knicks. <laughs> uh, I like what I did there. At Seth underscore Rosenthal. Go follow him. Follow me at Kenny Ducey. Follow at MattyRose16. At WFUV Sports is our station Twitter. And, uh, K-Sauce. Tweet for K-Sauce. Us, tweet us, like, nickname. New nicknames for K-Sauce because I just can't take His that. Name, he's got two first names,
2: Kevin Kelly. Help him out.
0: Right. But Sauce is not one of the first names. So, or, like, a better Sauce. Or, like, maybe, like, Calfredo Sauce. I don't uh, know. Stop. I don't know. I got to get out of here. Get okay. out of here. All right. See you guys. See you on next Wednesday. Enjoy All-Star Weekend.